You Normal, Thursday at 11 on News 8. Could your house be making you fat? Tomorrow, CBS 2 News at 5. And the ingredients in shampoo that can make a boy develop breasts. Tonight at 10. Sex offenders may be in your house at 11. Sexual predators sent to live in our nursing homes. Could this happen to your mother? How a twist on the predator law could shut down religion. What are the odds? Some say a popular drug could turn you into a compulsive gambler. Want to lose weight? Stay in the dark. We'll explain at 11. Nearly stabbed to death. I felt the knife going through my bone. Why she might have to share her home with the man who attacked her. Tonight at 10. Could frequent hiccups be a sign of cancer? Watch News 8 at 10. One city wants to pack all their sex offenders into a three-block area. Problem is, it could be right next to your house. The choices for TV in the morning when you get up early on the weekend It's murder. Cable news isn't ready to uh, fire up their bullshit yet. Let's call it bullshit. It is. And then uh, one of them, I think it might be MSNBC, they run old datelines. And they're all just so creepy because no one had an idea. Well, that's why I found the Fogarty today. (laughs) When we were were planning this today, he's like, I don't know how busy you are. I'm like, I just found Fogarty on PBS for two and a half hours. That's strong. I ain't moving. That's strong. Most of those are old ones, but I still love There ain't nothing better than a Joni Mitchell or Great performances. Oh, yeah, all, any of them. Yeah, yeah. Any of those. Anytime mm-hmm. I can just pause through the, hey, give us money. Absolutely. And, and then every once in a while I get tricked to watch l- the local news. And I'll yeah. go, oh, God, this. <laughs> I get mad because I'm like, there's no redeeming no. quality to watching the yes, local news. It's bit, like, no. here's all the really yep. bad shit that Horrible happened in your right. neighborhood while right. you slept. Baby through fell a sub great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and half these stories, you're like, why do I need to know this? No. There was, uh, whatever. I don't want to tell the exact story because then I'm doing the same thing as the news. But I was listening to a radio show and the local newsman was uh, doing his news. And, you know, some of these local news people, they look at the, the quote, shock jock as he's the problem. And like, oh, what a, you know. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and he's the one that's just throwing negative, horrible news out to everyone. You know, and that's his job. He tells a story about a foster kid, a three-year-old, and let's just... Put it this way: bad things happen to the foster kid, and I'm sitting there going, well, "I don't need to know any of this." Right. No, that's right. right. Why do well, we need to know this? My, my boy Kenny's Emily House, very funny comedian, used to work with my ex-wife down at Sirius, and Kenny always had the joke on this angle of, you know, every time they catch one of these weird creepos that's imprisoned somebody or done mm-hmm. something horrible. Yeah. He's like, well. You know, we just don't know how Incest Dungeon Girl is going to get over this. Well, maybe if we stop calling her Incest Dungeon Girl. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We'll just call her the victim. Yeah, we'll start right. with that. Yeah, That's Kenny. That's Kenny's yeah. in the house. I'm, I'm totally footnoting. Why? I'm completely footnoting. Why does joke. the local news still have an audience? Because it has to be negative. It has just... But and even, then at five minutes... No, but then with two minutes to go, hey, Judd found a panda. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how they got it's out of the It's the last story. It's we 15 seconds. In a sewer grader in the Bronx. Right. We didn't know. Did you yeah. know that all pandas are owned by China? <laughs> they only That's eat amazing. bamboo. Yeah. They only loan them out to people Crazy. in zoos in the state. Mm. Yeah, and then the weather's useless because we have that on our phone. Awful. And then, and what about the traffic girl on TV? It's and no one, no one is uh, smart enough to go, okay, this is all a waste of time. Let's try to uh, do something different here. It's always the like, same formula, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, when you do the road and you do the clubs and you do the morning... Uh, 
TV and yeah. either noonday television or yeah. any of it. Yeah. They they always stick you with the weather guy. Because he's, he's the wacky. Be, he's, he's, the, uh, he's the fun the, one. He's got more he's personality. The, he's the fun one. He, he has wacky. less to lose. He has less to lose. That's he's why. Wacky yeah. You assholes. <laughs> All of a sudden, you tell one of your Asian jokes. <laughs> you can fire the weatherman, but you can't fire the head anchor. Right. I was, I was in <laughs> My favorite one of these about three or four years ago, I'm in Iowa, and the dude in front of me is handmade Christmas toys. He has literally hand carved yeah. trains and all this. And, it's, and he's left it all out on the table. And I'm the last. It's good morning, Des Moines. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm the last. Vic Henley's coming up. He's at the Funny Bone. And so I walk out, and it's some 23 year old. It's her first gig ever because it's 8 30 in yeah. the morning in mm-hmm. Iowa. And I start picking up all of his stuff. And she's like, So, Vic, what's going on? I'm like, What's going on? I'm really upset that this is all my shit. And this guy came out here. These are my toys. I can't believe it. I don't know who he is, but I didn't cuss. But I'm like, I don't know why. And I'm getting really it's 23 doesn't know deer in headlights. Amish person looking at a ceiling fan. Just staring at me. And I'm like, I'm holding. I had to reach over and touch her in the leg and go, I'm kidding. Joe, Joe, come here. Ha ha. But I I went full on into this jackass stole my shit. This is how I pay my children's tuition. <laughs> Too good, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen any good documentaries? There was another Mel Brooks one. I saw it last night. Right. And it's an English writer director that's done a bunch of documentaries with him. But if you've seen the Carl Reiner, if you've seen all the Mel Brooks, it's it's kind Mel of a Brooks. giant. But I didn't. Hey, I was in for an hour and a half. I love. I it. totally was in for an hour and right. a half, even though it was a whole bunch of stuff I'd yeah. really seen before. And they ask him. Uh, you think blazing saddles could be made today? And no. Mel Brooks is like, ah, oh, hell no. no I forgot no. exact quote, but he's like, of course I just like that, you know, he, they mentioned his wife, and he almost cried, and I thought that yeah. was kind of sweet. And uh, Bancroft. Yeah, and Bancroft. But they did the, I told you the one, we've talked about this on this show before. He brought up the things you can't do, and it was the Cannes Film Festival where all the jokes were rape. Yeah. I did this two episodes ago. We've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But they're sitting in the lobby. And Carl Reiner and him, and Mel Brooks keeps coming out as a different director. <laughs> and every time he comes out, he describes the movie that he's just made. And Carl Reiner goes, well, what's the movie about? And then he goes into it, and every punchline is, and then they raped him. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on a cassette tape from the 19th. Oh, my God. Talk about what you couldn't do now. <laughs> right. And get away with. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Well, and these kids today don't understand that type of humor whatsoever. They think that means you support rape. Well, that was right. Flynn, which is well, exhausting. To, it's right. exhausting. No, well, right, I don't right. have to tell you guys. Are you have to deal with this way more than me? But uh, these young kids today don't understand that you could actually take a, a topic very seriously, but also laugh. And you want to say the meanest thing as possible? You, you, right. you, you're taking the piss out of shit. My mother told me you got to laugh to keep from crying. That's an old Southern yes. thing. Yes, and that means in tragedy or a death or maybe a suicidal social issue right. or whatever yeah. it might be. You got to laugh to keep from crying. It's why the goddamn jester right. exists. In medieval times. Yeah. Right. Right. Who was the guy that only got to make fun of the king? The fucking jester. Yeah. And why? Because he made you think a little bit. Right. Not because he sort of necessarily shit on the he king. He's just the jester. He's just a jester. Right. Bring right. on the fool. Right. But, but yes, how many right. jester, jesters were they killed? They were killed. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, you're totally right. Especially right. When, if the, you're joke, ki- when especially the joke went wrong. Right. That's probably what they meant by the term uh, he's killing. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not even, <laughs> Maybe. I'm not even going right. for the joke. No, I like it. Because if you're a jester yeah. back in the day and you're making fun of the king and you're you're killing it. Then you know you're going to be killed. Uh, right? 
The king's Maybe. not going to take that shit. Well, it depends on who the king was. Uh, Maybe I, so. I, I think you were in a no-win situation. So you're like, well, this is, the, this is the last day of my life. I might as well make some fun. Go hard, right? Yeah, I might, as, I might as well have <laughs> some fun, hard. right? Right. Yeah. There's no way no. they had a sense of humor to that point. Uh, you got to go hard. That brings us to Jay Leno. So do you guys watch America's Got Talent? Uh, no, no, there's no talent on no, there. No. So I Tom Cotter. To, uh, once, no, once, no. once the dog act beat Cotter two, three yeah, years ago. Right. <laughs> I've never liked that show. Well, never really so much. Look, I didn't like when Howard did it. I've never liked it. Look, I hated that they had comics on that show. And nothing against Tom Cotter either. The comics that are incredibly talented, they, they don't have time for it. Because <clears> they're making too much money just uh, you know touring and whatnot. So I, it's always like a comic that's good but not great that gets all this exposure, which is insane. But anyway, on the show, uh, Jay Leno was a uh, okay. c- celebrity uh, judge. And Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union, she's married to... Uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, Wade thank you. Miami Heat. She was, uh, she was a judge, and now, she, now that she's been fired, she's now coming out with uh, all these problems she's had with the show where they didn't allow her to be black enough with, with her hair and her styling. Well, they and said her hair was too black or her outfit was yeah, too... Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So really? she, she right. had to tone it down and... Right. Anyway, she didn't say all this stuff when she was uh, cashing the big paychecks. And she didn't like that Simon Cowell smoked. Wait, you know this story. Then. I knew of that part. I heard that okay, part. Okay, good, of, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't wait. So yeah, they brought she, him back and he's smoking and, and she doesn't like it. smoking him like it. It's so, a toxic environment the whole this, time. This yeah. explains comedy in the year 2019, almost 2020. Uh, so, <laughs> so Jay Leno. <laughs> I like it. Okay. No, that was good. It was old school. But I like it. So Jay Leno is uh, a celebrity uh, judge, or whatever, and he's walking the hallways for the week or whatever it was, the two two or three days, and he's doing, he's being Jay Leno. He's making his jokes, and he sees a poster or something, and he makes some kind of uh, Asian, maybe Korean Asian slash dog eating joke. Right. I don't even feel like, you know. All right, but, but he walks around and goes, ah, nah, nah. I guess, he's, uh, he's being Jay Leno, yeah. making his jokes, right? I got to say, I don't know poodles that day at the buffet. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. And, and uh, Gabrielle Union had a problem with that and was encouraging people to go to HR over Jay Leno and his joking. Oh, okay. yeah, yes. For his dog-eating joke. Uh, yes. And mm. now two Asian groups have come out, and they basically want to, you know, try to ruin Jay Leno's life. NBC shouldn't do anything with him anymore. <laughs> this blee blee blee. America's Got Talent. Blee 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 blee. Yeah, we're in the blee blee uh, blee blee. The nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy in the world. With the just big being, heart. Just being a comic. I mean, a big heart too. Right. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That's idiotic. Yeah. And, and of course. And, and, and Gabrielle Union. I mean, does she understand how comedy works? Nope. Not that. No day. one who ever makes those comments does. No one who would ever say any of those things understands how comedy works. Yeah. Not one person. No, no, no. They don't get it. We're mean. We're awful. We're ugly. Yeah. You're still putting turds and stomping cakes, and yeah, I'm yeah. fucking a big dickhead and says Jesus is a cunt. Whoa. <laughs> you hey, know. Well, hey. no, Seamus. Whoa. My friend Seamus sent me a picture. Christmas I, right around the corner. Yeah, I, yeah, I put yeah. it on my Instagram. I told you this. No, I don't know if you did. So my friend Seamus hangs around a bunch of these Irish guys, yeah. and so... He sent me a picture of a T-shirt that says "Jesus is a cunt," and and I don't I didn't notice that the the cross was like upside down. But basically, the, it's an artist in Ireland, yeah. And I believe, hate to interpret, but I'm I'm trying to say if if Jesus wasn't such a cunt, then maybe we wouldn't have all these wars and death and murder in his name for right. the past two thousand years, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what I thought the artist was trying to say. 
And he's from Ireland where the word is uh, means nothing. Is a little different. Like damn. Yeah. Means absolutely yeah. nothing. You can little children can say it at six o'clock on national television. It's the same as hey you. Yes. Little much. kids yeah. can go off they go, We're going to Dublin, uh, uh they're upset with the Prime Minister's decision and the kid's gonna go, Cause he's a cunt and they're just gonna fucking say that. <laughs> right. So that's what it means, it means absolutely nothing. I think it's important to say that it's completely absolutely nothing. I, I, yeah, it's a little uh softer over there, that word. So it's only only, here, only in our country yeah, is it yeah. bad. So Instagram took me down for hate speech. Oh shit! They did. immediately. Oh my god! And they but they left me a paragraph to write. If you can explain to us how this is not hate speech, then we will put you back up. Beautiful. And in three minutes, I wrote in the comments. I'm like, in Ireland, I wrote everything we just said. This words mean nothing. In 99 percent of the countries across the planet Earth, this is just somebody calling somebody an asshole. Right. This is an artist's interpretation right. of him saying, "I believe." Well, if Jesus wasn't such a troublemaker, yeah. maybe more people be alive. We have all the yeah. wars that ever existed yeah. through humanity. They posted it back in three minutes. Oh, I was, wow. I was down for five minutes, and I was up three <laughs> minutes later. They took my explanation. Good for Instagram. Wow. No, I loved it. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I was, I was just as shocked at hate yeah. speech as I was. Well, you're going to give me. Then when I explained myself and they came back, I was like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that religion has caused a bunch of problems in the world, huh? That's <laughs> <laughs> but they say it different in Ireland. They so say it, it like that. It, that it sounds Kuntz. funny. They don't. They Kuntz. 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 I'm a fan of the Jesus, I guess. Sure. Who didn't like Jesus? Uh, you know, everybody loves Jesus. Yeah. No, you only get in trouble where you claim is my Jesus is bigger than your Jesus. Right. That's the only time anybody gets in trouble is my Jesus is bigger than your Jesus. And and I think anyway. Well, yeah. Then if the Hindus are going to get involved, well, then our Jesus are 17 people more than yours. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, You're going to get into monotheism. So, right. so uh, where are you at with this Jay Leno thing? So now they want to like, uh, you know, the, I'm sure he's the cancel culture it. is going after him. There's two big Asian groups that are going after him. And, you know, there's actually places uh, over there in Asia that they do eat dogs. I think he should right. find every rice-burning car that he has in his warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he don't care in the and end. And then just tour. It's yeah. called the Rice Burner Asian Tour. <laughs> in the end, he don't care, but it's just no, infuriating fine. for, no, for really people nice. that still need to, well, you know, to really, make their know. living off telling you know jokes. And most of the time, it is just being innocent and just trying to make people laugh, you know? And then you got these special interest groups. It's like, there's actually places over there that have dog eating festivals. So why don't you use your energy right. to maybe there's shut like that roundup. stuff down? Yeah. No, I, I mean, well, first of all, it's Jay Leno. It's not going to matter one way or the other for him. But even if it wasn't somebody as famous as Jay Leno, I can't imagine that particular one sticking. Like, oh, we can't hire this person because he made the Korean uh, uh, Korean restaurant. Dog eating. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, menu well, joke when, when or we, whatever. When we got know? fired down at Sirius, we were down there. Uh, we didn't get fired. <laughs> we were run out on a rail unlawfully. Uh, well, but, yeah. But, but there was a... In the, my, end, in the end, we didn't get fired. But if there was a bathroom picture, if we supposedly got in trouble for a bathroom picture, then my favorite bathroom picture is me, this man, Jim Norton, uh, Gaffigan, Leno, um, who else was there? Uh, Daryl Hammond. Ricky right. Gervais. We're all in the back. We're all in the urinals lined up at Sirius. Oh, yeah. shit. Where we were supposedly, wink, wink, oh, got in trouble nice. for taking pictures in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, right. how about a picture in the bathroom? It's me and him and Gaffigan, <laughs> Leno, Norton. All of yeah. our Is this all, okay? We're all right. standing there. We're all sitting there. You can't see anything. Right, but right. but we're, all, we're all sitting there at the urinal with sure. one hand on the penis and, one, right. and yeah. one hand waving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. one hand waving up. This is 
from Variety. So two organizations dedicated to the inclusion and representation of Asian American communities in media have condemned comedian Jay Leno and called on network NBC to sever its business oh, ties with the Lord. former late night right. host. Do that, I'll be honest, man. Over the years doing the Shock Jock radio stuff, uh, the Asian special interest groups are pretty scary. They they scare executives all well, I agree. the time. Well, any uh, some, sometimes the special uh, no the Asian uh, special interest the, groups are very very powerful. When the squeaky wheel gets the grease and there's only three squeakies in the group, yeah. then I don't think you deserve it. Yeah. Now if the NAACP is coming down on me, yeah. I'm gonna goddamn listen to That's you. That's different. But uh, if you're if you're uh, citizens for this and that and the other, and you could delve into who that group really is, and it's fucking right, nine yeah. people, yeah, who don't have yeah. anything to do but self-flagellate and masturbate. Right. When the, when Good these, term. When these groups used to uh, contact the radio stations, man, the executives always listened. They were well, that's why petrified. we hate the suit. Petrified you hated every suit you ever worked with. Yeah. How many times we all gonna have? We had a meeting. Yeah. How many times me at a club? Yeah. Well, you know the. Citizens for trucker community, and you said something <laughs> and last night, and you said diesel, and they run on diesel, and right. you're mad, and we all depend on diesel, and you can't say fuck diesel. And I'm like, I'm talking about Vin Diesel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're not even listening <laughs> to my shitty jokes. Well, especially with the Asian groups. I'm like, you, do you think they're listening? Because uh, no. they're like, they're threatening the, to boycott no. the stamp. I'm like, boycott, no. you got to listen to the station no. before you can even boycott Correct. the damn right. thing. Right. Anyway, the, uh, the, be upset. the two organizations refer to a joke Leno made about Asians eating dog meat when he appeared as a guest judge at America's Got Talent. An account of the joke, which was said on camera and cut from the final episode of the Simon Cowell-owned competition, was included in an exclusive... All right, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jay Leno is a repeat offender in denigrating a part of our Asian-American community. <laughs> Jay Leno. And it must Jay Leno. stop. The nicest guy. Jay Leno, right. But literally, yeah. one of the nicest guys in show. Uh, says John C. Yang. Yang said Leno has exhibited a pattern of stereotyping Asians in his routine throughout his career, whether it is his use of the offensive stereotype to talk about a Korean skater's Olympic loss in 2002. Kim Dong Sung was so upset he went home and kicked his dog, then ate him. That's pretty good. That's, that's a goddamn good joke. joke. Or is a parent good joke? By the way, this is why. That's a good no. I mean, that's, a, that's a fucking good. joke. I didn't even realize Jay Leno did that joke, but, but because of these two special interest jokes, because these two special interest groups, goddamn good right. joke. Now that great joke is everywhere. It's fucking wonderful. But when or, it's such a thank you, Tidass is right. Thank you, Tidass. Yeah. Or is right. a parent recent comment backstage at America's Got Talent where he remarked that pets in a photo look like something one would find on the menu at a Korean restaurant. Right, right, right. He ought to branch out of the country. Laos. I said Laos. Yeah. Of Philippines. Overall humor. Yang told Variety that jokes of this nature are so toxic because it is intended to minimize a community and somehow make that community seem less civilized. No, uh, southern people eat chitlins. <laughs> Doesn't matter yeah. if you're black or white. Right. We're fucking pig intestine eaters. Nutria rat. <laughs> yes. right. like, I mean, you know. So that's the same. Yeah, uh-uh. It's all right. No. These, these groups also applauded G- Gabrielle Union, the ousted AG uh, T judge, who flagged Leno's joke with producers and NBC executives and demanded human resources intervene. Oh, there's the move. Right there. That's the, yeah. That's what does it. I mean, that's where it gets The up. joke was never addressed at a higher level, numerous insiders said, and Union was later let go from the series. That's insane. Oh. Crazy. Right? 
Yeah. Uh, we applaud uh, Gabrielle Union for not only calling out Leno's behavior for what it is, but also, more importantly, for her willingness to stand up for a fellow community of color, Yang oh, concluded. Good Lord. His behavior. Oh, no, wait, so Leno's. No, there's no behavior. It's a, it's, if, you, if you didn't like the joke, it wasn't funny to you. Right. There ain't no goddamn behavior. Right. He didn't go out and buy a flag and go right. to your house right. and start donating and openly campaigning against your belief system, but. It's a goddamn joke. We're comics. You laugh, you don't laugh, or otherwise shut the fuck up. I mean, I get it. It's 2019, almost 2020. But it, it's, it's true. Korean people and other, they, they eat dogs. I've had dog before. I don't know. Filipino. There's I mean, a book called you know? The Dog Eaters. I was married to a Filipino. Right. Robin Williams is half Filipino. It's not like saying something like a generalization about a race or something like that that's not true or just something that's, you know, uh, everyone else just thinks it. No, they do. They, they, they do. You've had they dog? Dogs. I've had dog. What does it taste like? Uh, Chicken. Just, it was it just tastes like meat. It was kind of like dark. It's kind of greasy. It, it, it was almost like a, I've seen it. I mean it. Wait, you've seen? Dog I've seen on a it. Plate? I've been. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. Where? I've traveled. Really? Yeah, China. Yeah, it was almost like a. Um, what was it? Almost. Like? It was almost like a. Um, not deer, but they got child. You know? They got little puppies in a cage. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. You can walk through the market and there's like a chow dog. No pun intended. Right. <laughs> you can literally see. I understand. And he's got a little coffee cup, just going back and forth. <laughs> on the fucking thing. Just trying to say, man, you pop that latch. <laughs> How many eighties movies? Nobody <laughs> knows the trouble. It's gonna be a long day. How many eighties movies was that? Nobody right. The right. sorrow. Like yeah. Well, look. Let's uh, let's break this down a little bit, though. So, to an American seeing that. In China would freak you the fuck out. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? Well, no more than the crickets or the spiders or, right. yeah, any kind of Andrew yeah. Zimmern weird Because yeah. we're not used to it. But but then we eat stuff over here that other parts of the world are like, you're crazy. Why do you eat that? Well, we all, everybody eats all kinds of wild animal hillbilly stuff that nobody Fucking possum. understands. You know, uh, like I said earlier, nutria rat. Right. I mean, yeah. go, go to all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, they eat those guinea pigs down in South America. And oh, yeah, those Peru. They love those. They yeah, love that those. little gerbil really? guinea. Yeah. You, you told me this. Which I one? Thought. The one that looks like a, it's like a guinea pig gerbil. Yeah, South America. No, it's okay. in Peru. They ate it because I know what it is. I had, okay. I had neighbors in Houston uh, who were from Peru, and and they made that, you know, like they they would bring out the barbecue pits and they were in the front. They put them on a spit. Yard, they, were, they had them on a Did, spit, man. Dude, these yeah. uh, these two organizations have been after Leno for a long time. Uh, one of the guys says it took two conference calls, countless meetings with NBC executives, even uh, admonishment from a high-ranking NBC executive, and two advertiser campaigns to get Jay Leno to stop after 10 years. Mm. Well, Given his, that after all this time, Leno has been an unrepentant uh, unrep- right. uh, repeat offender, is asking NBC to end its business relationship with him. They just want him to stop. They're a little late. Uh, his uh, wife, uh, look, his wife, Mavis, uh, Mavis Staples. Staples. <laughs> his wife, Mavis Staples. Leno. Great singer. Yeah. But Mavis has always been on a, she's one of the biggest humanitarian rights person on the planet Earth. Right. She works for all the Eastern Europeans, the Romanians, uh, the Latvia, all of it, wherever there's trouble in Eastern Europe. Right. She's big, one of the best, best proponents uh, proponents on, uh, you know, orphans and stuff. So to act like. He can't be married to the sweetest Mother Teresa humanitarian yeah. aspects well, activist and be a dick himself. It just doesn't go together. Don't you believe uh, to get you know total acceptance as a group, you got to be able to take some jokes? Yes. 
right? Doesn't that it come down to that in the end? We all make the worst jokes on ourselves. Right. The best jokes are the black people making black jokes on themselves or gay people or, or hillbillies or anything. Yeah, yeah. The self-deprecation of your own group. Yeah. The Jews invented this. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean and I mean that in the best fucking comedy way Mel, possible. Mel Brooks. I, mean, I think when you the could, best comedy way possible. I think when you go you down shit on it, your existence and you try to laugh. Yeah. And, I think when you have campaigns like this, you're just showing the world that your group is inferior. True. I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I agree. And then uh, to finish up with the Gabrielle Union, and we watched this show as a, as a family, and we kind of liked her. But, man, some of the stuff that's coming out ever since she got fired, she seems like a real, eh, you know, know what. I don't read, you know. Let's go back to. Uh, I just know if you jump on this, it's kind of piling on stupid. It's but, just irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, those, all right. Those includes uh, notes that unions rotating hairstyles were too black. So she got mad that the, the executives. All right. Uh, ra- I, I would get mad. At racial that. insensitivity in booking the performers on AGT. A general pressure applied to the female judges on the show. And health and safety issues like cowls reported indoor smoking. She mm, went to no. she went to HR yeah. and smoking? Uh, yeah. Uh, Simon Cowell gave her a great opportunity. Uh, what? No, I'm with you. That's That's... You know, I mean, I know we're in a... I'm not a fan of indoor smoking, but I'm not going to go uh, run and tell on, on the person. Right. I'll, 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 I don't know I'll, what to say. I I'll, actually... I'll kind of remove my, my, my myself from uh, the situation. I'd sneak outside and smoke pot. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's what I, I would turn that into a positivity. Yeah. I'm like, if you're smoking, I'm smoking. <laughs> I'm going out here. But you're right. I wouldn't go. I've never reported. I can't think of a job ever. Have you? They what? told on us and we got fired. Uh, never, have you ever been? I've never told on oh anybody. Oh, my God. Never. No. For what? Anything. I'm no, just saying. Not, no. has there, I've been in a million workplace yeah. uh, awkward moments, but I never thought to go tell somebody. I, I realized radio was fucked. Two things happened. Okay. One, they started offering health insurance. <laughs> All right. So that was nice, obviously, because sure. uh, you know, in radio you don't make a lot of money. True, comedy either. I thought it was nice, but I also remember thinking, "Uh oh, this is becoming a real job." Here we go, right? So that was my first little inkling, like, "Whoa!" And then the second one was, and I thought this was insane. HR came into radio. I come from a time there was no HR, my my friend. No, I you I'm- none. Said and, it before on this show. And next mate. thing you know, you're you're right. you're sitting down with HR, and I'm like, what? We all we're all in radio because we don't want to have real no. When I saw real you, jobs. I've said this story on here a million times. So when I walked in the hallway that day, and you were really upset because they've been chewing your ass out in the conference room, and you're like, I was down there, and I'm like, I saw him pacing around in the corner one day, and I'm like, five minutes earlier, and I'm like, what's up with you? And he goes, what's up with me? I've been down there in the big room with the big long table with like 15 people. They've been chewing my ass out on it. And I'm like, like real job shit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like big boy stuff? And I really, you know, and he was, yeah. and I wasn't trying to be. It was all nonsense. No, but I was yeah. stunned. Yeah. I was I was stunned because he was genuinely that upset. I was stunned that he had to even that was consider right. yeah. and, have, and entertain these idiots. And then I'm triple stunned because when he explains it to them perfectly, they go, nah, 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 that ain't it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fucking waved him off. Yeah. It was, uh, it was am- amazing. All right, I'm going to get a whiskey. Yeah, all right. You talking to I don't, I don't know what to say to Judd without you. <laughs> 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 we could we could talk about the um, 
the uh, list, the person who's on my list for the show. Yeah, so you're doing a show tonight. I'm doing a show tonight. It's the and you're hosting, so you're you're bringing up a lot of uh, different, very young comics, right? They're young comics, um, and I just do like ten to twelve minutes at the front, you know, something like that, and then it's all these nervous college students coming up, so you know, trying to keep that going, and if yeah. it gets a little awkward, you know, maybe try to bring it along. But there's so many opportunities to come up with something when I go back up there after having you know listened to him or whatever. But uh, I love doing the show. It's just a, a ton of fun, and I'm I'm really grateful to be able to do it. Plus, it's the Gotham, like you know, real yeah. deal. But I, she sent me, <laughs> the, <laughs> she sent me the, the list, list of, of performers, uh, performers. tonight, because I so I could print it off and put it in my pocket. Yeah. You know, be just a fucking read, professional. Just read the parentheses in that one. Yeah, no, no, no. Not going to read the name. Um, one of the people on the list um, won't say the name, but in parentheses it says goes by they slash them pronouns. So when I told Vic about this, my thought was, if I don't say the person's name, I'm supposed to say another round of applause for them. Yeah. Or they. Or they. Yeah, yeah. that's or, what or, I think. Right, right. Wasn't, says. wasn't they great? Wasn't they yeah. great? Ladies right. and gentlemen, they. Or well, ladies and gentlemen, right. them. Well, that's see, now, what's written on his list. Right, yeah, it's the person's name and in the parentheses, they, them. So... Vic just Vic thought that I'm supposed to just refer to them only as they them. I think I'm supposed to use their name, but now I'm really tempted to just say give give them another round of applause. Oh, but, uh, because well, that's what it says in the parentheses. Can we start like with the basics here? So you don't want to be called he or she, right? That's what we can't figure out. So why would you come come up with they or them? We don't because that doesn't make sense. We don't because she's a schizo. My my first guess was okay. No, they and them are plural. So she's so, such a nut job. No, but this saying, is a lot of people want this now. So let's say Vic, you're like, you know what? I, I'm not a he anymore. I'm a they or them. Right. That's a plural. I go, what is your it parent? doesn't make sense to right. me. Well, then right. I'm going to say, what's right. your mom call you? Right. When right. they say happy birthday, Greg, or happy birthday, Lucille, what the, yeah. they fucking saying? And because I told him, I sent him a text. I'm like, if you entered, if you cage into this, I'm yeah. never going to talk to you. <laughs> are, are you? I'm never going. to. I go. You got to say it wrong. Yeah. I call her Al Green. Just say something totally wrong. <laughs> right. Walk him. Go, ladies and gentlemen, Jimi Hendrix. Right. right. You said they or them. Well, aren't they part of they or them? Right. Everyone right. is part of they or them. Or the group. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lord Christ Jesus. Or the group them. Yeah. Van Morrison. Nice yes. Quote. Thank Van you Morrison. very much. Thank Gloria. you. Yeah. Gloria. Yeah. Uh, the last waltz. Oh, so oh. good. So Van good. Morrison in The Last Waltz. Oh, have we ever talked greatest. about this? Oh, yes. That's my top No, have we ever watch. talked about him and his high kicks and his tight jeans? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dude, no. This is one of my no. favorite things have in rock me. history. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe not, but in person we have. I know we have in person. When not, I watched not on this, here. I rewind it to that part to watch it multiple times. The moment I met you, we started talking about it. Tries to do high kicks. He's chunky. Jeans, and he's chunky as fuck. It's tight, wide collar. It does not look like a no, rock star at all. And, <laughs> and he's going for the high kick. And if he gets a foot off the floor, I would tell you, right? And then after and the jeans are too short, right? Yeah, because yeah, he just wants to get yes. that kick up in the it air. Is so and he can't beautiful. get it done. It is no. so beautiful. Oh, like my, the last waltz is one of the most amazing mm. documentaries. First of all, the music's ridiculously good, but there's so much cool stuff in that. Like Tons Bob Dylan is the only true rock star on that stage. Well, the, the stage when Bob Dylan is out there, you're like, that's a rock star. He's that's not. True. He's not trying at all. He is no. just. He is just in the moment. What's what, what's that song that they do? Uh, I will. Um, 
I shall be released. I shall be released. Oh, yeah. God, Any oh, day boy. now. Any yeah, day now, baby. So good. And then who has the Coke booger? Oh, Neil Young. It's Neil yes, Young's Neil Coke Young. booger. He's got a Coke booger. And didn't it come out that they had to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to uh, digitize <laughs> it out of his out of his nose? No, it's on the copy that I have. No, no, because it's on my, I got the anniversary edition. Yeah. They, yeah. they couldn't totally get rid of it. I'm gonna look this up. Um, was, all right, I'm drinking Jameson because I ain't cheers. working. Cheers. Cheers. Here. Who knows how? By the way, we're not going to our favorite uh, Mexican joint. They got rid of the pork chop. No, I know that's just for me and you and no one else. But I, I ordered, I ordered what uh, took the place of the uh, pork chop last night, home delivery, and it was yeah. the worst fucking uh, takeout meal I've ever had. They had the best uh, pork chop at Santa Fe on the Upper West Side. Bring it back, bring it back. Carl had the best pork chop in the city. He did. That he did. was oh, one hundred percent. Alex Gornishelli never had anything. Well, like Alex Gornishelli started it with butter. That pork chop, and yeah. then when, then Carl. Triple down on her and got the Ottomanelli's. Yeah. Cold What's smoke, a, brine. Yes. Cold, but cold smoke. Right. That was the was difference. the key to the but whole But weren't, weren't the, the pigs that he got, what was the deal that the place, well, he, they finish them off with? He got, he got them from Holy City Hog. Now, Tank used to bring the pigs up to him because they're feeding them blueberries and yogurt. No, no, but they finished, it, they finished them off with chocolate milk. Right. I remember Carl yes. said that. They yes. finished them up no. with chocolate milk before they Everything, they're sitting there, yeah. right. It's yeah. the it's it's the hog dream come true <laughs> yeah. if you're going Green Mile. Right. If you're going yeah. Green Mile on the hog, then you yeah. want your last meal to be everyone's dude, last meal so come big dinner. Exactly. So good. <laughs> Fucking glorious, dude. There were a lot of people, I think, in the band that didn't like The Last Waltz because they thought the whole movie was about uh, Robbie Robertson looking good. Well, he was always, uh, they were always aggravating him about that. That, yeah. was, that was a dispute between the band for many many years that's why you know Levon the whole thing about the night they drove old Dixie down is Levon went you don't know anything about Hillbilly you're from Canada and Robbie Robinson went oh yeah really listen to this and he wrote the night they drove old Dixie down just to prove to Levon he knew Hillbilly and he wrote that song to Rob- prove to Levon <laughs> no, no, that. That I think so as I, a lullaby I it. to his kid. Yes, but it was a fuck right. you to leave on, too. But I am a- so happy. I know this was uh, a good podcast, but I'm so happy that you guys are all in with the Van Morrison high kick. Oh, oh I, awesome. was tied, and I told you. The, the, I rewind Bell-bottom jeans are halfway up times. his calf. They're halfway up his calf. His whole suit is like aqua blue it. or right, something. Right, he's trying to know? kick it. It is like, a, it is, it's yeah. like a weird it's blue. all tight. He's got so it's weird blue. His titties are all out. Me and my wife will just rent it and go to that part just to <laughs> yes. See, it's after the end of the song, and then he do. dramatically walks off. That's yeah, like, yeah. He, like, he walks off. Like, like that's it. Like he got something done. He just did a James Brown split. That's what he did. Popped up and yeah. walked off. Right. Right. Huh? You tell, me, you tell me stories like that every now and then. Yeah. Not that I've ever worried about your relationship, but but, but every now and then, because I know she's great and mm. he doesn't share a lot. But every now and then he'll tell me a funny story, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I know. Like, no, we were just sitting here last night, and she said this, and I said this, and I'm like. Oh, fuck. Okay. As long as I've known him, I'm, you married the right person. Absolutely. You married the right oh, person. Yeah. Without a yeah. doubt. Okay, Young's booger. Neil Young's booger had to be edited out. <laughs> this is what I've been looking for. Edited out. When the movie was projected for the first time, Neil Young's manager was horrified when he saw his client's face. There was a rock of cocaine falling out of his nostril. The film executive producer, Jonathan Taplin, remembered when Young's manager suddenly blustered that he was refusing to allow Helpless to appear in the last waltz, Taplin went to a special effects company this is in 78 by the way hard to do hard to do in 78 uh, effects company to fix things telling them this guy has got a booger in his nose can you fix it after a few days they responded saying we've invented a traveling booger mat 
M A T T E. M A T T E. Very good. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I I read somewhere else that 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 it costs like hundreds of thousands of dollars to get it done. Booger Matt. There's no three. That's a good crossword. Yeah. Traveling Booger Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie so much. Absolutely. I mean, it's well, the just fact that the, they, the, I, I, the greatest concert movie ever, in my opinion. Wait, where did they film the last one? No, was uh, at the Beacon. No, no, it was. Um, All right. It's it's San Francisco. It's a famous. Place. Oh, the Fillmore. No, Fillmore West. Maybe they started there, and that's why they did the last show there. Fillmore West. Winterland Ballroom. Winterland. San Francisco. Oh, okay. Oh, that's San Francisco. That's where they started, and that's where they did their final performance. Oh, that's my that's favorite Jimi Hendrix ever. I used to tell people for a thousand years. I'll still tell them now. If there is no problem in your life that's so difficult that it cannot be erased by listening to Jimi Hendrix live at Winterland. Okay. You sit down, you put it on, and then an hour and ten minutes later, I defy you to tell me that you've got an ounce of trouble in your world. Right. It will right. beat the hatred, the negativity. Such a powerful. They do cream. Oh, really? Yeah. The instrumental version, because Cream broke up, and Jimmy's like, I'm not saying we can do this song better than those guys or anything, but we're going to try to do it. We just heard about this man, The Cream. <laughs> we call him The Cream. The, the Call him The Cream. They broke up, and then they fucking play Sunshine. Oh, it's so goddamn. But Winterland Ball. Sunshine of Your Love. Sunshine of Your Love. Live at Winterland is the greatest Jimmy live album Why ever. couldn't Cream, like, get along? Well, because Ginger Baker is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Did you see yeah. that documentary? I, of course. Yeah, Ginger Baker's yeah, fucking yeah. Beware of uh, Ginger, Ginger Baker. Uh, yeah. I think no, it's called Beware of Ginger Baker. Yeah. That that documentary. He just died, Ginger Baker. Yep. Just, I, I got to disappoint you. Uh-oh. I never got Hendrix. I oh, know, fuck you. No, I know. Besi- Are you crazy? Besides, no, besides the... Manic depression. Besides... Voodoo child. I Do you ne- like guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Judd. I hey. never... <laughs> no, I know, but you know my. I, I'm not, I don't know. Now you've. I know. I, I want to go home right now. I know you're. You're gonna, making me want to lay the microphone but down. You and should go be home. more surprised than disappointed because I, I have some, you know, knowledge over the years. But I got you. I past the stuff I had to play on the radio. I never got into Hendrix. I know. That's so that, sad. I know. I know. So sad. I know. Sad. I mean, as far as guitar players, I'm a little biased. I mean, I'm more of a Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. Fan. I'm Stevie Ray. Who, who, and yeah. what are some of Stevie Ray's best covers? Hendrix songs. Hendrix, yeah. Voodoo Child. You know, right. I uh, couldn't stand the weather for the wind. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. Yeah. I love Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I know. I don't know why I never f- fully got into Hendrix. That's I, I didn't hate him. No, but I tell you what, tangent me crazy. My first wife, <laughs> Robin Williams. Robin Williams, not the uh, comedian. Her sister. We established that a long time ago. Her sister. <laughs> Her sister's 10 years younger than her, and she's going to the University of Texas, and she was nannying. And she calls me one day. In the middle of the afternoon, I'm sitting at home. She goes, Vic, um, I think my boss is some kind of music guy. There's a a statue on this mantle. It looks like a little uh, gramophone. I'm like, it's a Grammy, Aaron. Whose fucking house are you at? And she goes, well, they're, uh, Chris Layton There's the drummer For Stevie yeah, Ray yeah, yeah. Oh, Crystal wow. Hipper Layton. Layton And his daughter's deaf And the weird part is He's a drummer And she can't hear the music Wow But Erin My former sister-in-law She knew how to sign yeah. So she got the signing job To be their nanny oh, For wow. two years Wow And literally was roaming Around their house That day and called me up And goes Says Chris says some, Couldn't stand the weather <laughs> oh, I'm shit. like wow. You're at fucking Chris Layton's house <laughs> I had, When I lived in Austin Because that's where You know That's where that's Stevie where the Ray, statue that, is. Stubbs. You went to Stubbs. And everything. 
I, when, I rode a bike by the statue. <laughs> Lady Bird uh, Lake. Lady yeah. Bird Lake. Lady that's Bird right. Lake. Even though it looks more like a river. It pretty much it is. is. It's Colorado River. That's what it is. Yeah. Is it really? It is. Oh, it's just dammed up a little bit. That's it. Know it that flows. Yeah. You remember where uh, Joey Walden, classic Austin comic, good friend of Ron Wise, passed away, artist, amazing guy, Joey Walden. He got in a lot of trouble on... Uh, the Austin local station because Lady Bird Johnson, uh, uh, she made the wildflowers of the Texas Hill Country because they were kind of yeah. dying out. Right. Yeah. So she did a thing to like bring them back. Yeah. And then Joey Walden or somebody was like, there ain't wildflowers if you replant them. Plant them. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing seeds. That's hilarious. And the whole fucking, no, and everybody, yeah. LBJ, everybody's <laughs> fucking matter. Yeah. Everybody's matter this shit. Even LBJ? <laughs> no, everybody. They're all mamie. They're yeah. all they're all jumping on Joey Walden for being a dick. How did he have time? He was worried about how his dick looked in the trousers. <laughs> right. <laughs> are, they, are they scar from the... You ever hear the audio of him uh, oh, talking yeah. to the uh, tailor about, you know, leaving a little extra room in his trousers. Yep. Now, another thing the crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. So when you make them up, give me an inch that I can let out there uh, because they cut me. It's just like riding a, a wire fence. These are almost these are the best that I've had anywhere in the United States. But uh, uh, when I gain a little weight, they cut me under there. So leave me. Uh, you never do have much margin there. Let's see if you can't leave me about an inch from the, where the zipper ends uh, round uh, under my back to my bunghole. All right, then. So I can let it out there if I need to. Okay. Now, be sure you got the best zippers in them. These are good that I have. And uh, if you get those to me, I would sure be grateful. All right, where would you like to bet, please? White House. Uh, and so then we and then we were talking about hookers. One of my oldest and dearest friends, he has two sons, parents divorced at an early age. And when they were like 15 and 17, because their mom had brought them up too much, he thought they were not, I guess for lack of a better term, slutty enough or not duty. They were being too not, considerate. Right. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'm not saying they're being, they but I'm not saying be being little... disrespectful to men but or yeah. women. But you have to say, like, uh, old school manly. He's still trying to go grab a boob. Yeah. In the non-creepy Harvey Weinstein way. He's trying to still go, if you're in the eighth grade, if you go to boob, and then they go, like, hey, don't go to boob. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But Wait, he, grab a boob when they're in a car somewhere on a Friday yeah, night? Okay, not, not just grabbing a boob. No, 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 okay. no, not the random. No, no. Not, not, when you're in the situation, no. start with the titty. Yeah, that's not, the whole point. Side boob. So we're right. not talking like the 50s where that was acceptable no. behavior. We're talking about when they're on a date, Seven, go yeah, for it, right. grab a boob, and they were too polite because the mom was uh, mm. was raising them a little too so much. So you kind of have right. to go. Gotcha. So he decides. You have to explain this stuff. Oh, it's pretty. It was kind. The mom was raising them too much. It's kind of Slutty, but not. Yeah. Can it's I go like, off roading for a second? We'll go, we'll go back to your story. I, I said all that because you know this PC culture is really scary. Did you see the the running the the race where the guy ran by the reporter and slapped her on yeah. the ass? Yeah, they're trying to ruin mm. his life now. He got arrested. He got arrested. Right. Now he got arrested. Sexual abuse, I think, is what they're, yeah, sexual abuse. Look, I wouldn't do that. Most people wouldn't do right. that. But I don't think he was trying to be a complete and utter dick. Couple he, was, years. he was caught up in the moment. He sees a sure. reporter and he slaps Running her on the, the marathon, ass. Sees Probably reporter. not the smartest thing right. to do in 2019. I understand that. But wouldn't just a good old apology suffice? 
Why do you have to ruin the fucking guy's Not with life that woman. She was angry. But you know, yeah. the, my uh, home but was. Sometimes couple- it's just. Oops, that right. I was that was stupid. Bad I'm really, really I'm sorry. sorry. I shouldn't have Can done we get that. past this? That's not, not me. But not in this day right. and age. Now you got to go for their livelihood. You got to sure. go for everything. Where does he work? All or nothing. Right. Three years ago at Christmas. But they arrested him. You're right. Yeah. No, I'm with three years ago at Christmas. Me and my crew were all hanging out with a bunch of us that dated, and we're eating and drinking and have a holiday party. And the girl, who remains nameless, looks at me and she's like, you know. That really hurt my feelings when you said that to me that night. Kind of going this way, but then a little bit not. Yeah. But I went, I'm like, what I say? Yeah. And she's like, it's probably my third or fourth day to ninth, tenth grade, and she had huge boobs. Yeah. So we're we're eating pizza, and I said <laughs> something like, "How can you eat your pizza if your fucking titties are falling into?" <laughs> But I'm like 16. Uh, yes. I don't know. That's a stupid ass thing to say. Of course it's stupid. No, it's fucking. No, but yeah. she tells me like five years ago. She goes. She goes. First of all, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. She goes. Secondly, I couldn't believe you were that goddamn stupid. <laughs> you. I was gonna make out with you until you said. Oh wow. But I'm like, well, fucking jackass me. Yeah. Didn't know my hormones yeah. are right over you. How can you eat your pizza if your titties in the bacon? Titties <laughs> in the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's ignorant. Of course it's teenage it's boy stupid shit. shit. Right. Well, that's why she laughed. No, she didn't get mad. We were high-fiving at the end of it. And right. I'm like, so you're telling me I had a chance to make out with you and oh. I ruined it? <laughs> <laughs> I flashed all the way back. Of course. Yeah. You didn't listen. You didn't hear anything else. You didn't hear anything else. Like, that's right, pizza wait, boy. Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> we would have made out? That's not the point, Vic. You're right. my feelings. You can't get past that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but look, now nah. I hate this shit because I don't think it's that, awful. I don't think the guy was, you know, trying I to be, you know, sexually and nor was I aggressive, point, right. and he was caught up in the moment. Did something stupid. I'm here to acknowledge in 2019. I see, I, you know, I can see that's a stupid thing. But then, then to go for his livelihood and like uh, Judd said, you know, they arrested the guy. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's Ridiculous. just nuts. So but anyway, hookers. <laughs> oh, okay. Back on the All road. right, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, Norton, so Norton decides um, he hadn't spent enough time with him. He's kind of been an absentee dad. And so they're 17 15, and he's talking to him with these conversations, and it's kind of not going as laughy as we are. So he just drives him straight into Mexico and goes to a whorehouse. <laughs> and so the 17 year old starts crying immediately. Once he figures out what's going on, they're going over the border. And he's like, Dad, the 15 year old's going three way. Sure. Light it up. The 15 the 15 year old is all about is it. equally as happy as the 17 year old is burst into tears. Wow. I can't believe you're making me do this. So when my friend tells me this years later, I'm like, dude, that's fucking horrible. That's not a good dad. You can't be Yeah. He's like, Oh, they manned up. <laughs> Wait, did, did both? Once you, no, he goes, once you put a little tequila in some bing, 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 ding, and I'm not Wait. cussing. Wait, so he he allowed his sons to have tequila, too? He went straight Even the 15-year-old? They strode straight across the border, and wow, the 15-year-old was immediately on board. He's driving fighter jets for our American. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, he's in there. Nice. He's fine. He's He's patrolling our skies. Nice, thank yeah. you. Uh, thank the you middle, for your the, service. The middle one. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like you enjoyed yours. <laughs> the, the, right. the, the older one. The older one is playing Dave Matthews songs in a cover band. <laughs> Sadly, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, uh, but the, but the, but the little one is going. Hey, hey, all right. Which one would you have been? 
I, would, I don't know what I would have done. I would have been the 17 year old. I'd have cried. I'd have cried. I'd have done I, 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 would, I would be the 17 year old. I think I would have. I here, wouldn't have. Here, I'll break. Uh, for me, I would say this. I'd be so like out of my mind excited that holy shit, this is. This is where I find myself, but I think the pressure would get to me, and I'd be like, "Well, my thing." I would be you. like, "Fuck." Mike and Cherry were so much older than me, even though they weren't big old whore mongers or yeah. anything like that. They always told me, "You don't need to go; just don't cheat." Even though they did and got caught constantly, but they were like, "Don't cheat and just be nice." And if you can do anything, you can talk a woman out of her clothes. And you might get lucky. And if that works. But ain't no need to go to a titty, titty bars, hookers. That's just, and we're broke, dirt poor idiots from Alabama. Yeah. So this is just, you're just throwing money on fire and should never do this when you could just go, hey, you like a Casey and the Sunshine Man? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever used that? I, I love Casey. I like Casey? You can't love Casey and the Sunshine You can like Casey and the Sunshine Man. Did I ever tell you, you the Whitney? love them. I didn't tell you the, Did I ever tell you right? the, yeah, Come yeah, on. I, I love Casey that. and the Sunshine I like, Man. Look, I lost the, I, love, I, lost I, mean, I told you earlier. No, I love SRV. I love Casey and the Why do you love? Because it's white boy funky. Yeah, I like the funk. I do. But it's white boy funky. I'd tell you the greatest KC story. Totally true. Uh, West Palm Beach Comedy Club is connected to a theater. So when you would do the club as a comic, often in the theater, which sat about 750, you might get a good band or an act. That's where I'm at, Louis Anderson. So, So me and Whitney and Foxworthy were always working the club. And then... We'd wander through the back doors and see who was playing in there. KC, if you want the whole Sunshine Band, you got to pay like big money. Sure. So, but you get fifteen of them. Right. You get horns. You get everything. Right. If you want the bootleg version, you get like four of them, <laughs> and two of them playing everything else on the keyboard. Right. So it just depends on who you want. And 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 uh, he's full on discoing or. He's in sweatpants and a baseball hat. It's just like me. Depends yeah. on what. You want to go 7,500? You're getting 7,500, KC. You get the sequence. You want to go 12 grand? Yeah. You're getting a full-on sunshine band, disco outfits. You're getting fucking everything. Right. So we're getting the $700 version. It's going on. We and Whitney, Foxworthy working the club. We're wandering around in the bowels of the, uh, and, and Whitney comes around. Over Whitney goes, is Larry the Cable Guy. Thank yeah. you. Yes. And he's going, um, you got to come fucking see this. this is the greatest fucking thing ever. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, there's a bunch of dicks that are heckling KC. <laughs> <laughs> there's an orchestra pit between the last row of stage and the shows. And because it's local bullshit and they ain't got enough security, fucking 15, 16-year-old dudes, that's their skateboard pit. So it doesn't matter if there's a show going on. Whoever, no, you can open up the side door. Cause there ain't no security. You go, they're just so they're motherfucking a full on show's going on, and you got seven or eight, ninth, tenth graders skating up and down, and this is infuriating, KC. So Whitney coming, Greg goes, come watch this, cause he's going to do a little dance, and he's make, make a little love, and he's moving the mic. He'd say, do a little dance, and he'd move to the mic to the side of the mouth. He goes. Fuck you! <laughs> Make a little love. Get down Fuck you! <laughs> so Whitney, he ain't, he, and he's on the beat. He ain't yeah. missing the fucking. He's stroke. done it before. He's singing the song yeah. and going get the fuck out of here <laughs> at the same time. And Whitney comes and finds me. He's like, "You're missing the greatest thing we've it's ever amazing. seen." That's amazing. awesome. <laughs> That's a pro. I guarantee that you know. You gotta go, right? Yeah, you gotta go, Judd. Sorry, boys. I gotta go to my show. Okay. And uh, where I have to announce the person with the proper pronoun, so I could. (laughs) 
the them, I could they fuck it thing. up at any point. So yeah. Windy. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah. If you don't I, say Windy. Oh no, I'm going to say the full name. That's right. I, I don't know. I think it's, it's when you that. refer to this person. Wasn't they great? Weren't that's, great? That's what I want to say. That's what I'm going to but say. But my point is, they how great? about them? Another round of applause for them. That's what I'm going to say. But I don't even understand where the they, them comes from because, like I said earlier, it's a plural. It doesn't even make sense if you're trying to refer to somebody with, with a, a pronoun that's a plural. Because she's in her head, many people. Well, is that where sense. that comes from? I think it's, a, oh, I think it's full. Oh, because it's fluid. Well, I'm doing more. Doesn't it go to that fluid really. thing? That's right. Today I feel like exactly. I'm a girl. Today right. I feel like I'm a boy. Thank Today you. I feel like I'm a... Sometimes you make a lot of sense. Well, the wheels could fall off at Sometimes you feel like it's not. Sometimes you don't. Mounds got peanut chocolate. All is dope. All right. All is It's the other way around. We fucked it up. I'm going to jump. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. See you later, boy. Brother. Have a good one. Judd does a good job in the podcast. All Thanks right. again. How do we follow you on Twitter? Uh, my uh, underscore Judd Jones, but I got a new website, JuddJones.com, that a millennial put together for me. So Perfect. It's very not cool. Work. Perfect. Right, it looks nice. It's wonderful. Yeah. hasn't got me any work yet, but it looks nice. So. It's because you're not funny. Well, there's that, then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I'll take care. All right. I think we've done it. No, we've done it, but there's one other point I do want to make. Okay. Now that I'm getting older, this and this them, they, them thing... Do you start understanding, like, your elders in your life? Your, in my case, my dad, my mom, when they didn't want to deal with the horseshit that was going on around them. I'm starting to feel like that. It seems exhausting, some of this stuff. I raised myself so much that I don't think I considered that too much. Oh, really? So I kind of think, even between Mike and Terry smacking me. Yeah. Or my mom and my two brothers would smack me if I got, in, if I got out of line. Yeah. And then other than that, I was kind of left on my own. And so, because I was kind of left on Wait, my own. Wait, was it? What about uh, Gloria? Well, I'm saying, I was there. she worked, but I was left on my own a lot. Were you a latchkey kid? Yeah, third grade. Third grade, you third were coming grade. home uh, to, yep. to, uh, to a house yep. by yourself? All myself. Did you walk home? Rode the bus and sometimes walk. Depending Public on bus or, or school, school bus? School bus. All right. School bus. And, but no, it was, That's so sad. No, it wasn't. I begged for it. Because my alternative, she was sending me to the fucking kindergarten. So the fucking nursery school, kindergarten shit. So when school got out, I had to go over here and sit at Miss Tate's with everybody that's five years old and I'm nine. Oh, I see. That's a huge difference. And all the parents came and got them and took them away. Right. And I'm sitting in this little old halfway homeschooled nursery school thing. Yeah. Miss Tate, lovely lady. Right. But you were too old for that shit. Right. And that's when, and this is when I started getting in trouble because Norton, Norton lived two blocks away. My Norton, yeah. better than your Norton. <laughs> Which better. I've always said. Always. And not a slam one. on Jim Norton. I love Jim Norton, but my Norton is better than your Norton. And he would sneak down there not outside the fence. Yeah. He would, well, it's, he would sneak down there outside the fence and go, hey, 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 hey. And I'd climb over the fence and go home with him. And so my mom's going, at the end of the day, she's supposed to come pick me up. Vic's not here. He went. He climbed over the fence. <laughs> the teacher would go, I know where he is. <laughs> then my mom would go pick me up. And Gail and Charles Norton were Norton's parents. And, yeah. And Gail Norton worked at the high school. So she was always home by the end of the day. Where my mom worked in retail. Right. So she wasn't home till 6. But she'd come in there to get me at, you know, 6.05 or 6.15. She's like... I'm sorry, Gail. And she's like, he just don't want to. 
he's just going to keep running up here every day. And I'm like, because Chuck's trying to get me to climb over the fence. <laughs> wow. So you really raised yourself. I didn't know A little that. bit. A little bit. No, no, my point is like when I was growing up and, you know, one time I showed up with an earring and my dad was just like, he just did not get it, is my point. Great guy, open mind, all that, sh- all that shit. But he it- was older. And then one time I decided to try highlights in my hair. Oh, boy. <laughs> He did not get that. And I, well, you see the look of disappointment on his face. But being, you know, that age where everyone else was doing it, I, I, you wanted to say to your dad, especially, like, what's the big deal? Everyone else is doing it. Certainly. I'm just trying some yeah. shit out here as I, like, trying to find my crutch. way. Crutch. That's a crutch. But, it's- man, as I get older, I'm starting to understand my dad more because some of this stuff is getting pretty, pretty wild and out there. And I want to have an understanding. I don't understand the they, them thing. I don't one bit. I don't I understand it. I agree and, with you. And uh-uh. in the end, like truly, what's uh, what's the big deal? No, I don't. Uh-uh. I don't understand. I, I'm with you. Well, fuck. That's always a sign when. That's yeah. that's Matt basically saying, "Hey, I need the space back." That is right. That's, I just I just no, I just noticed the same thing. No, we totally just noticed the same thing. Like your customers coming in here. Now we, we can't got, we can't indulge you two fuckers. And even though we've here. been entertaining our entire lives, no, now we're shy really and bashful. I'm gonna get a drink of whiskey. And go Especially because of the one thing we're talking about right now. You don't. Know oh yeah, totally. this dude just walked in. Yeah, he's, he might be at them. You gotta be. You gotta be careful. A, or is he? No, yeah. you're right. right. <laughs> no, I'm right. <laughs> is, that how we, is that how we end? I guess that's how we I end. I think it is. Awkwardly, I think we're done now. They they opened up the space here at Gephardt's and uh, and, uh, and people are like now all around us with their drinks and uh, you know now we gotta just kind of shut her, <laughs> shut her down. I want to thank Matt, Matt and the gang here at Gephardt's for once again opening up their space to us. It's uh, Gephardt's on the Upper West Side. They have another location somewhere around Times Square. I, I keep promising Matt I would go there, and I haven't yet. But uh, give them a, give them a, a peek. We've done a lot of podcasts from here. This was the last uh, place I saw Carl alive, to be honest with you. And then I walked him a block to the subway, said goodbye, hugged him, and that was it. I Come to say. the Comic Strip Live on New Year's Eve. I'm hosting both shows. Perfect. Spend the New Year's Eve in Comic Strip Live. If you can, I'll be there. I'll buy drinks. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing everybody. Everybody's loving... All the interaction. I've gotten so much good yeah. love from all this. Awesome. And Carl and us. and I would go, perfect. but I'm usually at the... I'm o- not asking you. I was not I'm inviting you. I'm usually at the oceans uh, pounding pots outside. <laughs> Some Philly tradition that I still don't understand. We have to go outside and with wooden spoons and beat the shit out of pots. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I should... Maybe after all these years, I should, I should ask and go, so why do we do this? No, I think it's because of uh, my wife's uh, lovely grandma. I think she started the tradition, and we, we, uh, we keep that going. All right, guys, thanks. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-